Welcome to PBIS Journey to Genius. Are you in the process of implementing PBIS? Are you wondering where to start? You are in the right place. We are here to support you. Stay tuned. Welcome, everyone. I'm Diane Farrell, and I'm here with Diane Ruff, and we are two educators from Minerva Local School District, and we have been working together for many, many years, and we've been working for um, PBIS for about the past 14 years, and we've uh, done a lot of it in our school, and it's gotten awards and recognition, and we've started a podcast, and with that podcast, we hope to share current issues and behavior management today and how PBIS can help with those ongoing struggles. We are sharing this journey with you through this weekly podcast entitled PBIS Journey to Genius. So who are we having today, Diane? So today we are talking to Renee Parr, assistant principal at Washington High School, Maslin, Ohio. So we are very excited to talk to a high school uh, principal about PBIS. Okay, uh, my name is Renee Parr, and I this is my 32nd year with Maslin City Schools. Um, born and raised in Maslin, um, left and went to Bowling Green and came right back and started teaching right after graduation. Uh, raised my son here in Maslin. He played football for the Maslin Tigers, and uh, I couldn't see myself being anywhere else. Oh, that's um, great. Just, that's just that's a great awesome. area. I, I just can't believe 32 years have gone by so far. Well, Diane and I can talk to you about that because we both have been in one school district. We talked about that earlier in our podcast, one school district. Now, I did not tell you this, but I retired last year after 35 years um, in Minerva Local Schools. And uh, Diane is approaching those numbers herself. And um, and uh, we've been together all those years in one school district. So we're, we've been friends and colleagues and all kinds of things. So we understand what it's like to come back to your home district and then just love it so much that you stay there. Like we understand. And the longevity, the fact that you've been there for all those years, um, I think has probably benefited you in making some change for your school as the years have gone on. So you want to tell us uh, when your heart's into it. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. So well, we have a bit about all of our guests. We we ask them about an aha moment. So, in all of your years, your thirty-two uh, years in education, if you look back, teaching, administration, whatever, um, does some moment come to your mind that you go, "Oh, this is why I teach. This is why I'm here." Do you have an aha moment you can think of? There's just many aha moments that keep reminding me why I have been doing this for 32 years and and want to continue a a few more until retirement. It's just when you talk to people, and I'm sure you've heard this before too, where they say, oh, I could never do that. I couldn't work with kids all day like that. And aren't they this and aren't they that? And it's, they're all good. You know, there's so many aha moments that keeps reminding me that all kids are good. They just have bad days sometimes like we all do. And, um, you know, the, the aha moments of seeing our kids succeed in, uh, you know, we just had the division two football champs. Our cheerleaders just took first place in a cheerleading competition. Um, we have our career tech programs where our kids, they place 
nationally at the state level and at the national level, um, our speech and debate, you know, we have, we just started speech and debate back up and we already had someone that placed in the top three and um, a speech and debate tournament. So there's just so many things that just keep, you know, when you come here every day, it's like, oh my gosh, they're achieving, they're wonderful. And yeah, we all have those days, but you know, we've all had bad days. They're just all good kids that have bad days. And I think there's just so many aha moments that keep making me think about why I'm still in education that and never got out so of it. That is so great, Renee. Like, and to hear all those accomplishments at the high school level, Diana spent our entire career at the elementary level. So um, not, you know, dipping our toes in that high school world. Um, we just love it when kids learn to read. Okay, so that's exciting for us. But to hear what you've gone through to see those older kids accomplish, I mean, that is that is really special. That's really really, special. It really is. And I love the fact that you're a high school doing PBIS and that, you know, you have really implemented the tier one. So do you want to talk a little bit about that, your tier one and and what you're proud of and, um, you know, just everything that you're working on? Yeah, our tier one, um, it became one of those things where uh, other people were running PBIS and you heard about PBIS, but you thought it was one more thing that you had to try to do. And it's one more thing that the state wants us to to do. And, you know, you have to do it. And when you get past all of that, and I finally, I was the last person that wanted to do PBIS at a high school level because I at first also was one of those that thought, oh, this is more of an elementary thing, you know? And by the way, we thank you for making them read or le- teaching them how to read because <laughs> when they get to us, we can do these other things with them. And so I love that we appreciate that. that. I love that you say that because it is not an elementary thing. And I just think what you're doing no. at your high school is amazing. Um, you know, and it is for the high school level. It's for the middle school. So yes. Yeah, so keep on telling us more. And we actually, we, um, once we started to get into BBIS as it not being another thing, this is the way we are going to do things. So you talk about behavior in schools every day. That's a topic every single day. And of course, discipline always comes up, but we just reversed it. And instead of talking about what you don't, what you're not allowed to do here and what you shouldn't do here, we just started talking about things that you should do and the way you should be while you're here. You know, just coming here and being a good person, um, being responsible for your schoolwork. You need to be responsible to have your Chromebook. You need to be respectful by putting your phone away while you're in the classroom. If you bump into somebody in the hallway, be kind and say, excuse me, or I'm sorry. Um, If somebody falls, be kind and help them. You know, we need you to have the AirPods out of your ear so you can hear your surroundings so you can be safe. So it's a matter of just turning you know, it's that mindset of just turning everything around and saying, this is how you should be. And this is how you should do things. And then hopefully those other behaviors go away. I like So that. when we started thinking about it at that way, you know, it, it is a definite high school because it's a lot of those soft skills that our high school kids need to start. A lot of them are going out and getting jobs. They're interviewing for scholarships. Um, you know, they're, they're in the career tech field. So they're leaving graduation and going right into the workforce or when they're going to college these by learning how to be those are just 
life skills and the soft skills that you need when you have to work with other people. So it more or less became not another thing here, but this is how we should be doing things. I love that whole idea of changing your mindset. I, I really do like those words. Those are great words. What is your acknowledgement system whenever you are rewarding kids for making those great choices and, and doing the expectations you've put out? Yeah, that was the hard part up here because we do not have a, a budget. We have to do our own fundraising if there's anything tangible we want to purchase to be able to give to students. Um, so that was a hard part. So we first started trying to think of ways we could acknowledge students that didn't cost money. Mm -hmm. So every month we have close to 95 staff members in our building. And every month, every staff member chooses a student of the month for following one of one or more of our expectations here at uh, Washington High School. Our expectations are be safe, be kind, be respectful, be responsible. So if you have a student in your classroom that has been exhibiting one or more of those expectations, they fill out a Google form and then we end up filling out, I wish I had one here just to show you off the top, but it, it says, uh, like right now, January student of the month, it has a picture of the student, it has their name, and it says why they were chosen. Were they being respectful? Were they being kind? And then we have plastic sleeves outside every classroom door. So we have um, 90 plus students then get acknowledged every month. Uh, oh, for following one of the expectations. That is so awesome. And it's so funny to see. For the month, it's just one, you know, that's awesome. Yeah, we have, we have them throughout the building. And it's funny when kids come in, high school kids, they walk around to their classes to see if they were chosen. Aww. And then you hear them talk and you're like, I got to, I got to see what I can do be, to be student of the month this month. I haven't gotten it yet. And I want it. Um, we have kids that have been chosen two by two or three teachers for the same month. And we say, go for it. If that student exhibited all of our expectations, you know, yes. so it was noticed by three of their teachers, you know, go ahead and pick them. So we have students that get picked two or by two or three teachers each month. And then when we look at the list, we're really hitting a high number of students. So it's not based off of, you know, everyone has their honors program that are based off of academics and um, you have the sports and they get recognized for the sports or for our arts here with our band choir and our art programs. But this way, any student can be recognized just by following one of those expectations in the classroom. So everyone has the opportunity um, for that. But we also, at the end of every marking period, we run a report of all students um, names that have not received that were free from any infractions for that marking period. And then we draw about 40 names and we give out gift cards um, to those students. And then we acknowledge um, attendance is an issue um, and we do a Tiger 21. So every 21 days, we'll pull about 10 students' names that um, have had perfect attendance for those 21 days. And Bell stores were gracious enough. They gave us enough cards that we could do that every 21 days. And we call it you Bell Long here with the Bell stores. Um, so every 
every 21 days, we run a report of students that have perfect attendance and we give out gift cards for that. You know, we find that's what that's what students up here at this level want. They want, yes. you know, gift cards to, or gas cards. or So we try to do what we can to meet that. Um, and then our students turn around and they also pick a staff of the month every month. So we try to acknowledge our staff, too, that, you know, chosen by our students only. There's nobody else in that one. That's just I our like students that pick too. that. I just, so we try to do as much acknowledgement as we can. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, your my- kids, like high school kids care. They care about being acknowledged. And, you know, their pictures on the wall, um, getting the gas cards, that that's huge. And because I've heard like, you know, PBIS isn't for high school and kids don't care. Well, they certainly care. And you, you are, are making that difference. I love it. They're going to say they don't care. But they do care. Um, you know, adults are going to say that too. They go, "Oh, well, I don't care." But we know as adults, we like when we're recognized for doing good things, coming to work every day, turning in our stuff, do you know, being a good um, employee. So I think that's fabulous. I love the fact that you're acknowledging to those kids. And you know, don't think anything about. Uh, trinkets and rewards with money because Diane and I have talked about that in our previous podcast. People tend to think, oh, I don't have enough money for PBIS because I can't buy all these things. But really, we've even found elementary kids, it's not about the little trinket. It's about if they can do the joke of the day or if they can eat lunch with a friend or if they can be Facebook famous. You know, those are like little things we have. But still, it's all just acknowledgement, like you said. And it costs us no money. Yep, no money. On the wall, you know, outside yeah. the class. That's great. Um, All right. So, what are you? Um, go ahead. Oh, yeah, what go are ahead. you most proud of so far with your tier one, Renee? Probably the the last two years um, receiving the bronze award from um, ODE that we have done enough here to be recognized. It, it's not an easy process either. Um, we never thought that we would get to that point of doing it, and again. I love that you said, you know, it doesn't take a lot of money. Um, You know, we do a couple of fundraisers here and there so we can get the gift cards and so forth. But you're exactly right. Kids just like to be told that they're doing a good job here and we appreciate them being here. And and we're glad that they're at school today. And, you know, we want you to be successful and really to it's just kind of having that system in place. I felt that our staff here, they're great with building relationships with our students. Um, probably the hardest part is just you have to put it in a system. It, you have to have like an organized uh, kind of like documentation of showing what that what you're doing for the tier one. So probably the fact that we were able to get the majority of our staff here um, is involved with it. Um, they're doing a lot of email and calls home to do more of the acknowledgement. Because, you know, like a high school kid, especially when you get close to a weekend, if you get a call from a teacher saying how great they were in school, that helps if uh, you want to stay out an extra hour later or get the car this weekend or be able to see your friends. Um, sometimes just telling, calling home and letting their parent know. So it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. And the fact that we were able to do enough. Um, to submit an application. And we've been bronze now two years in a row. 
And this year we're um, we're forming our tier two team. So we're looking to go silver here pretty soon and put together a tier two where we can start to take a look at uh, being a little more um, aligned with um, kind of drilling down to more where where are those problems at and kind of getting a different system in place to help those students out, kind of the repeat offenders. So now yeah. what can we do to help the repeat offenders to, to figure it out so they're not missing school by getting it? They feel like they belong here and they are going to come to school every day. So I, probably I like the fact you, that we can go tier two now is pretty big for I us. I like what you talked about, about bringing the whole staff involved in that phone calls home. Our next um, uh, talking point for you would be like, if you had a tip that you would give to another school, you know, you've achieved bronze for two years now, another school, especially a high school, um, what would be your tip? to making it be a successful school-wide tier one initiative? What what would be a tip you would give? Uh, start small and slow, but stay consistent. Um, you know, everybody's so busy. If you just say, okay, now everybody, you know, you start out your staff meeting in August. We're going to do PBIS this year. It, you got shut down right away. Um, so we kind of started out by talking about just more or less having conversation, asking the teachers, what do you do now to acknowledge kids? If students in your class are doing good things, what are you doing? So we just kind of started talking that way about the acknowledgement. And then we shared, hey, listen, there's something called positive behavior intervention and supports, PBIS, that you know we need to start taking a look at that many of you are already doing. Mm -hmm. So let's put a system now in place and kind of put together what you're already doing and get it down on paper. And then, okay, well, let's take it a step further. We're going to, so we take those four expectations and we've made matrices um, and we've had students and staff help us. So when you're in our hallway, you'll see a matrices. And what does it look like when you're in the hallways to be safe, to be kind, be respectful and be responsible. When you go into a restroom, what does that look like to be safe, be kind, be respectful, responsible. Um, we had the secretaries help us. When students or um, parents or community members come into your office, what do you want your office to look like? How can you help your office to be kind, be safe, you know, following all the expectations? Um, Coach Duder in our weight room, you know, what's it look like in there? We talked to the uh, volleyball and basketball coaches and our PE teachers. What does it look like when you go into the main gym? What's it look like when you enter our building? So it's a, a matter of just that discussion piece. And then you start out the school year by just having some PD with the staff. Um, nothing in addition, but just kind of the let's look at things a little bit differently. So when you come up with classroom rules and procedures, Let's put them all in a positive way. So you have to turn that, you know, don't speak when others are speaking. It's more or less, let's be respectful while others are talking. It's kind of changing the whole idea. And when you just work slow into it, and then we added, okay, we're going to do a student of the month. Every staff member is going to choose a student of the month, and they just have to fill out a Google form. And then we ask, okay, students, we want you to pick a staff of the month. And just fill out this Google form. So you just got to take it slow, but you got to be consistent. I do morning announcements 
And every morning I say our expectations and I say what you can do as a student or a staff member to follow those expectations. You know, we're always reminding them, be responsible, bring your charge Chromebook to school every day. Um, We need you to be kind while you're walking in the hallways. You need to. So we just do a reminder every day and it just started to, it just started to flow, but it takes time. That is a great advice, a great advice, because yes, if you start too fast, people will shut down on you. And we've talked about that in previous podcasts too. So you have hit the points. <laughs> you have, well, Renee. I'm just curious. So you, um, you have been bronze for two years. So congratulations on that. Yeah, when did you actually start uh, start this whole process? Was it two years, three years, four years ago when you first wow. started talking about it? Gosh, PBIS is really. It's been almost. Eight years, it's kind of been around that we've really talked about it. And then, you know, changing your your administration, um, you, you definitely have to have the backing um, from top down when you're doing a lot of this. Um, and we definitely have that. So we probably really started hitting PBIS hard probably about five years ago. Well, right before COVID. And then of course, COVID, and then mm-hmm. the, the COVID hits. Um, but that also gave a lot. COVID killed a lot. Or, you know, we could come up with some more ideas of what we're going to do in the building when everyone comes back. So that did give us a little bit of time to do that. And then, um, you know, just when everyone came back, okay, everybody, we need to be respectful of everyone's space. Um, you know, be responsible if you're not feeling well. And you know, it just kind of rolled from there. And then we're, you know, with the help, of course, of our SST9, um, you know, Val Pack and David Rogers and Debbie Bailey, they've been incredible with helping us um, to do that and let us see, listen, you got this, you know, here are some things you can do differently and so forth. So we really, right before COVID started hitting it hard, and then we had a little setback and then we just kept going well, I think that's, yeah, that's that's great. You know, um, we talked in an earlier podcast just about the longevity of having the same people, key people in place. And it sounds like a lot of your success too is the fact that you've been in this position for a while so that you're that key person to keep the consistency going. And then, um, you know, also the support of SST9. We we have had a lot of support from SST9 over the years, and I really appreciate all they've done for us. So I just I think you have an amazing story. Um, you know, I'm sure Diane and I are going to want to interview you again. I really hope you get silver. Are you applying this year for silver? Uh, we're hoping so. Okay. So we we had a PD yesterday, and uh, we're putting some stuff in place. So we'll see. <laughs> Fingers so our last talking point. Uh, Renee actually was about your next steps for school PBIS, but I would say you kind of answered that because you said you're looking for that tier two, three, tier three intervention for, you know, those, those kiddos that are just not um, being able to um, control their behavior that much with, with the tier one intervention. So would you say that's your next step is trying to get that tier two, tier three going? Absolutely. Yeah. Our tier one, we pretty much have under, you know, it's pretty much rolling, uh, we feel, but we still have those repeat offenders. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, tier, tier two silver is our next endeavor. 
All um, right, Renee. I think um, I, we're we're going to have to wrap this up. We're out of time, but it goes so fast. Yes, I hope <laughs> yeah. that you know we want to certainly talk again. So we'll be in touch because you've got a lot of good stuff going on at that high school, and there's a lot of high schools that can definitely learn from you. So. Thank you we so much. We love the message from the high school. We love, we love it when high school joins joins in. So thanks so much, Renee, for being a guest. And thank you listeners for taking the time to listen to our show. We would love to hear from you. Look for us on Facebook or Instagram or email us at pbisjourneytogenius at gmail.com. This is Diane Farrell and I'm with... Diane Ruff, and you've been listening to episode 11, talking about tier one at the high school level on PBIS Journey Journey to to Genius. Genius.